Welcome to The Spin Up, a podcast where we focus on spinning up your life without spinning out of control. I'm Carly. And I'm Amy. And on this podcast, we talk about all things Peloton, fitness, nutrition, and balance, offering you all of our tips and tricks that we've learned throughout our journeys. Tune in every Monday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Spin Up. See you on the leaderboard. Hey guys, welcome to episode number six. This is a really good episode. I know, this is a good one. So today we're going to be talking about tips to maximize your Peloton experience. So I think that this is good. We're also going to include a couple of like beginner tips as well or just, well, it's going to be an all-inclusive episode. It is. So like tips for beginners, tips for somebody maybe to like get out of a slump you might be in or just overall tips to improve when you've hit a plateau or you're kind of stagnant. So there's going to be a good mix of information here. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that will help you guys improve performance overall. So we're excited for this one. Okay, so before we get into it, you guys know the drill. We are going to say our quotes of the week, but first we're going to say one of your quotes of the week. So the one that we chose this week is from Ariel on Peloton. That is her Instagram name. And her quote was, you didn't come this far to only come this far. I love this quote. I it think is a really is good. good one. I say this to my um, to the people that I coach in my 30-30. And the reason why is because when you are in that moment of extreme fatigue and you've been working really hard yeah. for an extended period of time, like, yes, you could sit there and say, I've done a lot. I've come, th- I've come very far. But you're still not at that finish line. No, I know. You've got to keep working till that finish line. No, I know. And it's so easy. Like when you're extremely tired, for example, today I was doing a run and I was literally exhausted while I was running and I was like, oh my gosh, I want to stop. But she was like, don't stop. You're almost there. And I was, Mm -hmm. I have to keep going. It's so true. And it's funny you say that because the ride I took this morning, something similar was said Mm -hmm. and it was like, um, you don't want to leave this ride thinking I could have pushed harder. I hate that. Like, don't you hate when you're in the cool down and you're like, shit, I could have done more. Mm-hmm. That's like the worst feeling. Yep. Or like you're done with it and you're like, oh, I don't feel that gas. Yeah. Like I know I could have pushed harder. So you never want that feeling of regret. So just remember that really in the moment one. and continue to tell yourself you didn't push this hard the first half to give it all up the second half. Yeah. You got to keep going. It's a good one. Do you want to go? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I can go. So (laughs) my quote of the week this week, I actually did post this on my Instagram feed. It is, confidence is created by keeping the promises that you make to yourself. And this is a quote that um, I had taken from another podcast. And I absolutely love this because the more you can... Um, like follow through on what you say you're gonna do the more you'll start to believe like okay I can yeah, do this exactly. you know so it's like for me at least the the worst thing and my biggest failures are when I say I'm gonna do something and I don't do it mm-hmm. and it's like commit whether it's a commitment to me or to somebody else or whatever it is I that to me is so it's like it's, it hurts to oh. yeah <laughs> well no it's rewarding, rewarding when you fall through <laughs> but it's just through. like you feel like so I can't explain it but yeah letting yourself down is one of the worst feelings in the world so basically the reason why I love this quote is because the more confidence is a muscle 
Okay, so like it's not something you're born with. It's not something that's just going to come naturally mm-hmm. to everyone. It's something that you have to work on. And oh, one I of the like ways that. you can do it is by keeping those promises. That's a really good one. I really Thank like you. that quote. What's yours? Mine is growth is growth no matter how small. So mm. I feel like this one is pretty self-explanatory. But I mean, I feel like it's more so, you know, if you improve. Let's say you're getting a PR, but you get it by one point. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I wish I got it by 10 or something. You yeah. know, you did something like, let's say you up your weight by three pounds yeah you did something like growth is growth even if it's the smallest little thing even if it's like making your bed in the morning instead of just leaving it a mess like yeah it's you are growing no matter what it doesn't matter if it's the tiniest little thing you're still it's still growth and I think it's important to look at that and not be like oh well I didn't do enough Mm -hmm. oh well one point well that wasn't enough It was. Yeah, but all those one points over a long period of time add up to something bigger. So I So true. Yeah, I like it. Good one. So let's get right into this episode. So um all right. I guess we could start with cycling. Yeah, I think we should start with the bike. So we have I guess like some tips on maximizing your experience in a couple different areas on the Peloton app and platform overall. Mm -hmm. So I think first and foremost, we want to talk about the bike and we could maybe start off with, I guess, some beginner tips and then kind of get into some more in-depth tips on, um, for more experienced riders. Okay. Do you have any like bike beginner tips? Like what would you suggest to someone who is just starting on the bike? Like, I feel like, well, do you want to go or do you (laughs) sure no no yeah do you have Um, one off the top of your head yeah I would say when you are first starting out it's really important to first and this is like such a basic example but like make sure that your bike is set up properly oh so okay so like there are videos on the Peloton app that walk you through exactly how to do that it'll tell you where to position your seat your handlebars Mm -hmm. and everything and that is Number one key to making sure that you're riding not only efficiently, but also safely. You want to make sure that you're set up for safety and success. Mm -hmm. So I highly recommend that. And then alongside that, making sure that you have the proper shoes, Mm -hmm. proper attachments, that they fit comfortably, and that you're set up the right way. Mm -hmm. Outside of that, something I never did (laughs) as a beginner, always have a towel with you, okay? Oh my gosh, I never (laughs) had one. Really Never. until a couple weeks ago. Also, a fan, which Amy doesn't have. I still don't. I don't understand how you're not, like, puddling your whole floor. My whole floor would be disgusting if I didn't have a fan. I That's- don't know. I just struggle with, like, forced air. I don't know. Like, even when I work out, I have to make sure that the heat is off or oh the AC gosh, is off. Because yeah. the forced air, like messes with my I don't know it's just like yeah I feel like it messes with my breathing so I've been scared to try a fan you I'm gonna buy you a fan for your birthday wow look out for it best (laughs) birthday gift ever she's gonna be like I don't want this no I'm buying you a fan and I put it on the floor (laughs) and it just like hits kind of my hands okay so I guess if it weren't like up by my head and I yeah. wasn't it wasn't like affecting my breathing I might it might I just be, think okay. it's helpful so I'm not drowning in like I guess not having the fan would be harder for me to breathe yeah in my opinion but yeah. I would like you to try the fan no so I definitely will give March, it a shot a fan yeah. will be arriving okay um, I'm looking forward to it <laughs> other than that I would say like if you are 
if it's like, let's say it's your first time getting on the bike and you don't have past experience, um, I would say like start slow, take low impact yeah. rides, take beginner rides. I think it's important to know, understand how to use the bike before you just like jump right in and you're, yeah. you're pushing. Like my first ride was literally a 45 minute Tabata ride. And what? Yeah. My mom was like, I probably shouldn't have told you to take that one. Wow. I, I remember being so tired, but um, I think it's important to start slow, but also like pushing yourself when you know that you can. Yes. Um, another one that I have is it kind of goes off of that. It's challenge yourself to take classes that scare you. And mm-hmm. I know that like a couple episodes ago, I was talking about how I was so scared of power zones. And then mm-hmm. I finally took one and I was like, oh, that wasn't so bad. You know what yeah. I mean? Sometimes it seems scary, but it's it's not scary once you do it. Exactly. And I think that's a good tip for not only a beginner, but somebody who's more experienced Mm -hmm. to kind of like get out of their normal routine and throw like something new into that. Whether it be like if you've never taken hit rides or Tabata rides, like include those in there. If you've never taken power zone, like try that. Even like climb rides like re- just yeah. just recently is when I started to take like a climb focused ride because there is so many different like categories that you can take rides off of that I do think it's important to challenge yourself to try something different and it, yeah I it agree. doesn't always need to be that it's like really hard I think like you said do one that scares you because kind of goes back to my quote like do something like say you're going to try something new actually do it it. you're going to be more confident after yeah exactly because you're doubting yourself when you're Mm -hmm. saying oh it's so scary exactly exactly Um, so obviously that means you need to work on your confidence no i know i agree um another one that i had was when you're short on time you should try hit or tabata Mm -hmm. those are that's huge because i feel like a hit class is something that we all well i avoid (laughs) i definitely like don't enjoy taking them all the time because i'm i know that they're gonna be hard but like you like i just said I try and challenge myself with that, but also, like, I know if if I'm taking a 20-minute or a 15-minute class, um, a lot of the time I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a hit class because I know that it's going to be intense. Something that I think, and maybe maybe we don't need to talk about it right this second, mm-hmm. but it's important to identify the difference between hit and Tabata too, because mm-hmm. I think a lot of people don't always know what that means, yeah. but, like, hit is essentially um intervals so yeah. the, the the length of the intervals vary and then typically like you have an interval and then a recovery which is either at least the same amount of time as the interval or more yeah whereas tabata is typically like yes. a two to one ratio so yeah. so twice the work and one um half of that is half work is recovery so hit is like the gateway to tabata mm-hmm. i would say like start with hit first and then get into Tabata. Yeah. Um, but they are a little different in their For sure. the way that they're structured. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's definitely another one of those classes that does kind of freak you out. But it yeah. is, I feel like I have to be mentally prepared to take one. I know. But like you said, it's so good when you're short on time. Even if it's just a quick like 20 minute or 15 minute mm-hmm. hit or Tabata, the amount of, um, I guess like work you put in in that short amount of time is equivalent to like an hour's worth exactly. of work at a lower intensity. Mm-hmm. So like you really could maximize your time with those rides. So I agree. if you, I, I love Utilize that tip because it's sure. really important. Do you have any more for on the bike? 
Um, I would say um, one other thing, and I know we talked about this a lot kind of like on our PR ride, Mm -hmm. but I think um, one way to increase your overall performance and to start driving your numbers up a little bit from an uh, an output perspective is to consistently increase your resistance. Okay. So I I think like, um, I, I know we talked about this, but thinking about adding more resistance, even if you're not exactly keeping up with the same cadence, like that higher resistance is what's going to get you the higher output. Mm -hmm. So, um, eventually your cadence will come. I think is the other thing. Like I think for a long time when I would even being in the instructor's range, um, you know, my resistance would be so high, but I, I could not hit their cadence. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was in the range of their resistance, but it's hard to hit the cadence when, you know, you're just not strong enough yet. And then eventually over time you build strength and get better. And then like Amy just said, your output will increase. Exactly. Um, another one that I have is take warm up and cool down rides, which we mm-hmm. also talked about in our PR episode, but like they're there for a reason. Yes. So really utilize them. They change the game. Like sometimes you're not ready to just jump off the bike when your heart rate is still at like a hundred, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you know, if your heart rate's that high, you probably shouldn't be sitting on the couch, you know? Yeah, no, it's so important for your recovery to take a slow descent. So going from like a super high heart rate to all of a sudden you're resting heart rate. You want to make sure that transition is smooth Smooth, and slowly because that will help with recovery. So that's really important to remember when thinking about a cool down ride. So that's another good tip. Um, okay. I think that's all that I have. Do you have more? I would say that those are our main, I guess, like tips for the bike. And I'm sure that there's more, like, I, I kind of want to hear from you guys as well. I would love to know, your guys tips because we could definitely add to this episode in the future and yeah well and I think that there are a there's lot thousands. There, there's, there's thousands yeah. of things out there I think these are just some of the main the ones top of our head too. yeah yeah and that main ones that worked well for us okay so I want to go to the strength category or should we go to running no you could start with strength i want to go to the strength category because i have a couple of good ones so my first one is if you're just starting out in core and me and my friends talk about this a lot because a lot of people I've maybe they convinced me, but whatever, that's besides <laughs> the point. Um, if you are not taking core classes and you feel like your core is weak, my biggest suggestion to you is to try Emma Level's Crush Your Core program. I think it's under the collections tab um, on the Peloton app and it ha- helped me so much. I didn't realize how weak my core was until I started taking those classes she totally like eases you into it um I couldn't do bicycle crunches for more than 15 seconds when I first started um the program which is like hard for me to admit but at the end I gained so much strength and I could do them for like over a minute now like I could crank them out so I think it's really it's a good way to gauge your strength too like if you're looking back you could be like oh wow now the first um the first week is so easy for me Mm -hmm. um whereas it was very challenging when I first began and can I just say like Mm -hmm. whether you're a beginner in cycling strength running whatever it is you need to have that core as your strong foundation yeah. because you're having a strong core is going to 
help improve your overall performance mm-hmm. in every single Everything. exercise. Like you might not directly associate your core to cycling, but having that strong core yeah. to hold you up and like keep your upper body mm-hmm. nice and tight is makes a huge Even difference on the bike. Too. Running, doing squats, like and that's literally the thing. everything I feel like requires that core to be strong. It's so easy to just say, oh, engage your core in every workout. But if you don't have a strong core foundation, it's very hard to find your core to engage it. Like yes. when I d- couldn't do the bicycle crunches, I it was very hard for me to engage my core because mm-hmm. I didn't have enough core strength. Not that I didn't have enough, but there wasn't enough there for me to focus on it and know that I was engaging yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, the muscles um, just weren't activated. Enough. Yeah, so I think it's very important to take core classes, you know, if you haven't yet and you feel like maybe you're weaker in that category. Mm-hmm. Um, and then going off of the Crusher core, like once I finished that, now I take the 10-minute core classes every day. I love them, especially with Olivia and Jess Sims. Those are are like my two favorite um core instructors because they always challenge me and I would say just like adding on to that Pilates will also help a lot with your core so those are some other classes Mm -hmm. that you can try to um promote some strength within your core as well um because Pilates does really focus on like your inner abdominals and building that strength from within so just another another class to try um other than that do you have one or should I keep going (laughs) because I have a couple more that I can say um one of them is if you want to be challenged you need to take Jess Sims Flash 15 classes um they are so good and I know that you've taken them yeah I've taken them Mm -hmm. um the one that I just took the other day was it was brand new it was on I wrote it down but I lost it of course (laughs) I think it was recorded on uh, January 5th and it was really good like every one of her flash 15 classes I think I've taken all of them I've always gotten a good sweat my heart rate has always been extremely high mm-hmm. and it feels like a really good workout so that's another one like if you're short on time and you just want to get it done she always calls it like a standalone workout so yeah you can add it on top or just crush it alone and you will not regret it because you will be sweating yeah those are really challenging um I think that's with strength is there anything else you want to add I don't think I have anything else off the top of my head but something might come back to me when we're halfway through that's okay um you could throw it in there should we talk about running next sure yeah definitely so um I started with outdoor with Peloton Outdoor. Yes. Um to try to build my endurance and my stamina and I didn't really like when I be- first began have any intention of becoming like mm-hmm. a runner. I always identified as someone who wasn't a runner. Yeah. And prior to the pandemic, I like purely would only run on a treadmill. I couldn't run outside. So, long story mm-hmm. short, I started off with a beginner ride, uh I'm sorry, run <laughs> on Peloton Outdoor. Um, and it's the one, it's a 20 minute hit run, um, with Robin and it's from 5:22:20. You guys, I took this run. I'm no joke, like four times a week for probably like two or three weeks before taking any other runs. Um, and what was so cool about it is I was able to track my performance and, you know, over the course of those couple weeks, my speed began to increase, increase, increase. increase. And what I really loved about not only this beginner run, but a lot of the runs specifically with Robin, because she's an ultra marathon runner Mm -hmm. and she's, you know, 
has trained for marathons before. She's a true coach and really coaches you on your form and things like that. So when you're first starting out, don't get overwhelmed by the amount of content there is with running. And this is true for the tread as well inside. Um, Stick to those beginner runs in the at, at first even take the same one if you find one you really like over and over again because like doing that same exact thing yeah is what's going to build your endurance and help you to gauge your performance exactly and I, I really like that you said especially the beginner um that it was a beginner run because my very first outdoor run on the street was um like just a 20 minute I think it was like a fun run but uh-huh. my form was so bad and I obviously didn't know I was just running away like enjoying <laughs> my run and then the next day I couldn't work out because I was in wow so much pain I'll never forget I was literally in so much pain so yeah I wish I started with a beginner run because jumping right into it and having you know they always say like carry your butt with you like don't yes. like, and and I wasn't I was yeah. definitely not engaging my core and uh-huh. everything was wrong. Back so. to the core. It's so true. Yeah. Shoulders back, chin up, chest open, engage yeah. the core, run tall, mm-hmm. run proud, run strong, and keep that chin lifted. There's yeah. no re- like they always say don't look down on the ground. No, it's just so, so hard. Important. It's that that is so that was one of the biggest challenges I faced was not looking down. You know at what the I love doing is just looking at the sky. I will run and I'll be like looking up. Not yeah. up like I was gonna say I'm cranking my like neck. <laughs> but I just like I'm like that can't be comfortable. No, I think up. outdoor running is so amazing because you are one with nature. That sounds so bad. Wow. That sounds so cliche. But like, I feel like you're just a part of the world and you could just breathe in the fresh air. Yeah, no, it's so true. <laughs> and I don't think, I, I'm not sure if it's this run or another run that I had taken, but it was like, smile while you're running. Oh, like, I smile love when while they you're say running. that. And I literally do it. Like, I'm not even kidding. I smile <laughs> while I'm running. So and I'm so happy in that moment. It's, I can't explain it. And I was always that person who was like, I don't understand a runner's high. Yeah. That's Me not a neither. thing. <laughs> okay, I think that the main point that I want to say about running is never say that you're not a runner. I think all of us, I've seen an overarching Everyone theme with everyone that I've talked to saying like, oh, I'm not a runner. Like, I have said that pretty much my entire life. No, like, you are a runner. Yeah. You really are. You're a runner. You're a lifter. You're a cycler. Never say that you you're You are an not. athlete. Like, you are whatever you want to be. No, exactly. And there's no reason to identify as otherwise. Because if you do, you're never going to achieve no, it. If exactly. you constantly tell yourself you're not a runner, you're never going to run. No, you're literally never going to do it. So <laughs> I think that that is probably the most important tip that I have. Um, don't you're already starting off discouraging yourself. And how is that putting you above or ahead of yourself or anyone else? Exactly. Um, So that's one of my favorite tips. Um, I'm still working on getting treadmill strength. Mm -hmm. I think my my main thing, I mentioned this, maybe it was last episode. Um, I really like the 10-minute extra miles because to get into running, it's really hard to just sit. For me, running on the treadmill is a challenge. Um, I feel like, well, my treadmill's a little uneven. We have, like, a plank underneath it. Oh, my gosh. And when I the incline goes up, it tilts. So it's really oh. it's really annoying. We're still working on it. <laughs> Sounds but like you need a Peloton tread. I do. <laughs> I do, but, too. Um, my, my treadmill doesn't even incline. And my indoor really one. too. Yeah. But, I mean, 
I forget where I was going with that. Oh yeah, the extra mile. It's a really good thing to add in. Um, it'll probably get you into running a little more. Um, other than that, today I took a warm-up run, which I would have never taken ever. And it was honestly a game changer. And I think I love running because I'm not focused on, we don't have the Peloton treadmills. So I'm definitely not focused on an output number, which yeah. gives me a little bit of peace of mind. But I want to go into that in a different episode, but just yes. something um, else to add in. Um, do you have any other runner's tips? Because I, I can't think of any more. I feel like I have some. Mm-hmm. No, I would say that that's the basics. Definitely, like like I said, find a ride that mm-hmm. I'm a run. I keep saying that <laughs> that resonates with you, and use that as your gauge for your performance. Mm-hmm. Take it over and over again. Um, definitely have the right running shoes, the right oh, gear. Shoes is so um, Be prepared. Like I, something else I bought like a little bit further into my running journey, and it's not like I live in a very you know, unsafe place, but I got a pepper spray that you can put on your arm. It's like goes around your wrist. So yeah. So if you're running outside, just be mindful of your surroundings. Running Um, outside game changer is my fanny pack. (laughs) I literally love my fanny Yesterday as I was running, I was thinking about that because when I put, because I run with two phones because I typically go on my lunch break. So I have my phone and my work phone and they're both in like the front pocket pocket of my vest. It's restricting. It's yeah, and I something about I was like, you know what, if they can somehow be like on my hip mm-hmm. or like on my back, it would probably be more comfortable. It's so much more because it does feel like it's pulling, like when I'm when I'm running, it's like pulling me forward yes. a little bit, the weight of it. And of course it's not like super heavy, but you know what it, I mean. It's, it's still an additional weight. I think that maybe a fanny pack would help to alleviate it is that. So helpful. You need one. That's right. like probably my favorite. Maybe purchase. you can get that for me instead of okay, a fan. No, I'm getting you both. <laughs> I literally oh was just gosh. about to say, I've been planning on getting you fanny pack so i was just saying i really <gasps> hope you she doesn't tell get me? one I like because surprises. you've been ruining Darn. them all today this episode <laughs> is just a birthday reveal Great. and it's three months from Who now knew? <laughs> um so hopefully you forget by then yeah let's hope so um okay now really quickly i just want to talk about hit cardio classes because i feel like they're definitely something that are neglected on the peloton app and i kind of just started taking them recently like maybe a couple months ago and they've totally changed the game i think that the best part about hit cardio for me that i like to do is before i'm riding sometimes or running if i'm just like oh i'm just not in the mood to get on the bike like or i'm not in the mood to run i'll do a 10 minute hit cardio class to get my heart rate up mm-hmm. so then i'm already like warm and i'm ready to jump on the bike i think it's it's just a good tool to use um, or I mean, I obviously use it as standalone, but I think it's a good way to get yourself into your workout if you're just not in the mood. Yeah, um, it's definitely well, and it also releases so many endorphins. I feel like those types of exercises yeah, just really like fun. get you excited and get you going. So um, that's a good tip. I have to look into more of the hit stuff yeah. on the app because I feel like I always just do my own hit workouts that Which, I program. So I need to be more in tune with the peloton one so yeah but at the same time like yours work for you so that's cool too yeah um other than that i don't have any other big ones other than i can hop in talking about meditation yes Um, i don't even have a lot to say because we've already talked about meditation so much Mm -hmm. but i think meditation is a really good tool and you should 
definitely utilize it. I mean, we got into all the reasons why I use it. Like I use it before I go to sleep. I definitely want to get into it um, more during the day or when I get home, spend like five minutes just to myself. I think it's a big, I think it's a big mood booster. I would say like it will definitely improve your life. Um, just spending those moments alone. Yeah. Um, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't really have any other ones. Um, I would say my biggest overarching tip is don't be discouraged because you will get stronger. It's so easy to get down on yourself, especially when you, you know, add in comparison, maybe comparison, comparing yourself to yourself or comparing yourself yeah. to others. It's really easy to get discouraged. Like maybe if you don't do as good um, this time as you did in the last workout you had, but you will get stronger in every second that you are working out, you are improving mm-hmm. um and like I said earlier growth is growth no matter how small baby yeah, so true. <laughs> and I think too like kind of building off of what you just said um like find what works best for you and what motivates you yes. so like if it mm-hmm. motivates you to find a bunch of friends and ride the leaderboard together if that's what's going to push you through and get you excited do it like yeah find your tribe of people obviously at the spin-up like we have a lot of people connecting and we want to connect you to yeah, other members exactly. so that you can get the best experience but also if you're like a lone rider and you operate better like just with a with you and yourself then that is totally fine too don't feel pressure to be more one way or the other I think Mm -hmm. you just have to find what works for you and it's gonna take a little time it's gonna take a little trial and And experimenting with the whole app and yeah Yeah. exactly just like you said yeah and don't compare your metrics to anybody else's because you are your own person exactly and if anything compare them to you to you yeah that's really the it to only, yourself that's why metrics are available they're not really available i mean they are available so you can compete but it's not the main purpose of the metric the metric yeah. is to track your improvement yeah stuff like that um, as well so keep exactly. that in mind um i think we're ready to pop into our favorite classes of the week yes let's do it okay mine this week was a 20 minute pop fun or it wasn't a fun run sorry it was a 20 minute pop run uh with just sims from january 5th 2021 okay indoor or outdoor it was indoor and all the music was really good fergalicious was on it so i had to choose it because i i love singing that song and my mom was working out next to me and i was like i might sing (laughs) (laughs) um wow and then another small one that i took because I think you had two, right? Another small one that I took was a 10-minute focus flow with hamstrings, and that was with Kristen. Um, I love Kristen, side note. Kristen is amazing. She really is. She's the cutest woman. Like, I think she's adorable. She's and, so adorable. She's so sweet. Mm-hmm. I love her. I love her, like, energy and, her, I don't know, her demeanor is yeah. so calming. Yeah. No, I for, just, like, really love sure. her. Um, anyways, if you have tight hamstrings, that... Uh, flow will change your life my hamstrings have been so tight so it was amazing um okay what were yours um so mine my um my class of the week was the tiesto ride with matt wilpers um this was part of an artist series yeah it was really good so i like really love edm music i get super pumped up by it i just love it so i was so excited for this one i'm so excited Um, to take it yeah you're gonna love it it was also really cool to have um 
Matt coached me through a, a ride that wasn't power zone because yeah. I feel like I always am taking his power zone rides and his I'll programming. Take him. Yeah, now <laughs> you can finally take him. His programming for this ride was really good too. It was very resistance focused. Oh, cool! And a lot of the um, a lot of the blocks of work were a little bit on the longer side, so Oof. I would say resistance and endurance building. But um, it was just a fun ride, and he, he kind of like. You know, there were points when he was just like, hey, let's let loose, have fun, dance yeah. it out. So it was kind of cool to see a different side of Matt, too, like Aww. with the artist portion of things. I really so, like that. Yeah, I, I love that it. one. I can't wait. It was really good. Um, and then I guess the second one that I would say that I added on top of this ride, um, shout out to the new stack feature, making my love workout today that. amazing. Oh my gosh, I and forgot seamless. to mention that. Um, so I took Matt's 10 minute arms toning from 1029. Whoa. It was hard. <laughs> it was hard. Oh, that's it such was a, a challenging one. one. But yeah, we can go back to the stacks for a second because that made my workout so much easier. So seamless. I stacked my warm up, my ride, my cool down, it's my so arms toning. Amazing. And then I also did, um, lower body strength because mm-hmm. I'm doing Selena Samuela's so were you able body? to project that onto the TV with the stacked feature? Like, how did you get that to work? So, uh, okay, because there's two ways you could do it. I guess you can somehow cast your um, bike, to, bike your TV. to your TV. I don't know how to do I that. I don't know either. how to do that. So <laughs> when I went on to my TV, because I, um, just so you guys are aware, like I was using my TV for just the strength portion. So like yeah, the yeah, lower yeah. body. Mm-hmm. So I did arm stoning on the bike. And then the final thing in my stack today was a lower body exercise. So that I streamed from my TV. And so no, I just went onto the app yeah, and played it from it. there. Um, cause the stack feature isn't on the app. Oh yeah, I know. Which is really sad because today I wanted to use it on the app and I couldn't. And I also wanted to use it like last night when I was like, getting ready for bed to mm-hmm. like stack up what I was going to do in the morning without having to oh, walk up to my bike, yeah. you know? Um, so we'll see how that all pans out, but I'm excited to try and plan my workouts for the week, oh, like stacking up every day. I know, right? <laughs> it's going to make me even more, you know, organized. structured and organized, but, but it's all good. It's such a good, it's such a good addition. Um, other than then, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I literally can't speak sometimes. That's okay. We've been talking for a long time. (laughs) Other than that, um, make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Spin Up. Yes, and be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help us find more people just like you who are interested in our content. Yes, and we will talk to you next week. Bye, guys.